How you doing here? We're finally here with the Bridge Trio. Great band out of New Orleans. Moving through the ranks here in New York City as well. Uh, wonderful musicians. We have with us Con and Pappas on piano and drums, Joe Dyson and bass Max Moran. And you guys might have heard them play before with Donald Harrison in his group, Quantum Leap, and um, also with a whole bunch of people. And we're very happy to have them here with us. And we're going to tell you a little bit about their new CD. First off, let's uh, hear about the title and where people can find it. So the new CD is called The Search Departure and it's available on iTunes and Amazon and CD Baby and um, there's links to all of those distributors on our website thebridgetrio.com and you guys have done a, a few shows here in New York um, tell me about a couple of the shows that you guys did over here that kind of like uh, broke the ice with that CD uh, well before we released uh, the CD about a couple weeks beforehand we did a show at the zinc bar uh, and it was an um, amazing experience it was fun more so because we played some of the new music before it was released and we got a good response from it which was a very comforting considering that it was some of the first time the music was performed and it was um, very encouraging that New York was well receptive and it's been doing well ever since how long has it been out for? Um, it, let, let the people know when it was released. And then um, also tell, tell us a little bit about um, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the way you released it. What's the record label it's on, things like that. Uh, it was released exactly well, about six months ago now. It was released uh, April 24th, uh, right around the Nuance Jazz and Heritage Festival time. And uh, we released it. It's a self uh, it's an independent release, so we uh, invested in the you know, recording, we wrote um, all of the music, and we essentially released it um, on our own through uh, the CD Baby outlet, and with the helping hand of um, Max's family, uh, the Moran family, they had a hand in doing the artwork, and we also had friends and others that contributed. It was a, a great community effort to make it happen. We couldn't have done it without them. I want to get into a little bit about your uh, uh, your choice in the name of the record and where you were trying to reach, like your goals and what you were doing. Not necessarily your goals, but your vibe, what you're trying to give to the people with the record. Well, uh, the name actually has a, a few different um, meanings. I think the unified meaning is to, uh, to show the development as the band becoming adults and uh, mature in our approach to music. Um, if you look at the album cover uh, that was wonderfully done by Max's uh, family, his father and uh, his sister, it shows uh, a nest that's uh, with, with hatched eggs and they have the, uh, the beachfront uh, basically saying like the, we're, we're finally leaving the nest and we're finally able to um, take the search and take the journey um, along our departure yeah man so I love the record there's a couple tracks on there that I definitely um, some newer stuff you know that I think people really need to check out 
and um, later on we're going to be able to play a tune and they can hear it but tell me right now a little bit about the group how you guys got together and then also um, who you guys are playing with you know i know people are going to be curious about that we started playing together in high school we all went to noca neuron center for creative arts and we all started playing um music together on our own and as and as well as playing behind alvin batiste our, our teacher and uh, our senior year of high school when it was like time to do um, senior recitals for everyone most people did them individually we decided to do ours as a band we asked our teachers if it was okay if we did a band recital and so that was when we came up with the name and um, just kept the name ever since and kept been playing together ever since so it's been over probably like over yeah at least like eight years maybe more. we graduated in 2000 that's where a lot of the synergy comes from right when you guys have been playing together for such a long time you guys find yourselves you know reading each other's mind being able to portray the things in the right way i think that's that's pretty amazing for groups that have been around for that long which is why i'm a fan of that you know when you have a band that's been around for like 10 years or something but also you guys play different styles of music so like wh where is that coming from is that something that um you guys develop together or is it elements that you guys brought into the mix oh well uh, as, as we point out earlier as far as you know starring way back yeah we're essentially uh, brothers from the, yeah, we're friends and brothers from the beginning and although you know we started off as one thing in high school since we've uh, we all have developed on our own paths and started playing with other people but um, we always you know make sure we communicate and just with everything we do musically we bring it back you know to like the home front and it's been a you know, beautiful experience being able to you know, see the journey where it's, it's like you think you know somebody, but then when they bring something new to the table, it's still them, but uh, you can't help but admire the development, and it helps you grow. And I think we all you know, have grown and you know, built off of each other and expanded in that manner. So who would you say is one of the biggest influences for the group? And it doesn't have to be necessarily... You know, I mean, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be a musician or a person. But who who would you guys say? And I, I, we can go around and, and ask these ones you, but whether it influences yourself or the group as a whole, who would you guys uh, talk about that has influenced you guys? Um, I believe that uh, Jimmy's bar Barbecue Shack and his brother Jimmy's Barbecue uh, has been a great influence. Um, yes, Joe is right. I mean, I can remember the first time uh, he sang he wrote a song about Jimmy's Burger Shack and his and his brother's Jimmy's Barbecue but is, is, this, is this New York's barbecue or a New Orleans it's in New York it's in New York it's a good spot I've been there before <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give you real answers too I like that. I like that answer, though. I think that's good. Oh. All right. So at, at this moment, we're going to take a short break and we're going to play the single. We're going to play the single of the record and we're having fun here. So and it, it, just to let you guys know, we're actually meeting at a Starbucks before we go on and play at the Jazz Standard with Donald. 
and we've been playing there all week. Claudio Rodidi sat in. What do you think about Claudio Rodidi? Playing with Claudio was very beautiful, uh, particularly playing, you know, music of Brazil because he's from there and he's, uh, you know, part of the culture. And it's, it's cool to play cultural music with people that are actually a part of it and, and know it authentically and, you know, um, masterfully, you know. So it was awesome playing with him. And Terrell Stafford was with us last night and he's just incredible he's just like a master player master of his instrument and like all styles he just like sounded amazing on everything that he did so so we're we're, we're closing out today and we wanted to get this interview in before they head back to new orleans and we don't get another chance so we're gonna have him on again you know sometime but we're gonna play a single what single are we gonna play uh we're gonna play the single uh, Rise, uh, which is uh, available for streaming on on YouTube and SoundCloud. Yes, on YouTube and SoundCloud. Enjoy.
That's who our guest is today. And um, we're going to start off with letting you know where you can find their music because I know you can find it on the generic places like iTunes, but maybe you want to go to their website. So let them know about your website and where to find your music. Well, at thebridgetrio.com, you can find uh, links leading to the hard copies of not only you know, the most recent record, The Search Departure, but our old one also, um, our debut and you'll also find all the other links, which is, it'll be linked to our SoundCloud, our Facebook, uh, Reverb Nation, uh, Twitter, Instagram, every social media platform that we can be on, we try our best to make sure yeah, we're there. And at thebridgetrio.com, is, it's like the launching pad where you can find all your needs. Yeah, thebridgetrio.com or bridgetrio? Thebridgetrio.com. And also, um, I'm, these guys are amazing. I mean, I have their record on my iPod, my iPad. No, I don't even have an iPad. I'm an iPhone. <laughs> I want an iPad. And um, I listen to it periodically. And, and one thing is I, I really want to know how these guys are developing their original music. So that that's one thing I'm going to ask. Um, Joe, is there is how, how does that come to you guys, your original music? Well, this is an exclusive story. I'll give you... Um, one of the first songs uh, that I wrote for this album, uh, called Forever Changed, was actually written for my ex. Um, I, um, I, I caught her on the phone. Uh, I called her on the phone and I, um, I didn't uh, like the answer that I got. So I, I took a walk and then I came back. I was at uh, Max's apartment when he was living in New York. And um, I wrote the song, and it was like an emotional experience. And it was really beautiful, though, the music that came out. It comes out in the music, though. I got to say, it comes out in the music. But is there also your arrangements? Tell me how the arrangements come about. Like, is, it, is that also something like, do you have, like, do you guys bring in your own songs, or you guys just create it in the studio? Well, we pretty much all write a song individually 
and you know some th- some things are very specific and written out and you know it's like you bring it in this is the arrangement this is how it is but often we leave leave it open and kind of like up to each other like hey what a what do you think about this section or like should we change this or whatever so oftentimes the arrangement the compose most of the composing is done individually and often the arrangement can change once we start playing it together let me know a couple of people that you guys have been playing with and let the people know how how serious this group um, has been also uh, I've been playing uh, with a vocalist Brianna Thomas uh, we recently just did a show at uh, Jenny's that uh, went pretty well uh, and actually this month uh, Monday I think it's the 26th we're doing the Schaumburg Center and I'm looking forward to that it's, it's already sold out and I'm looking forward to uh, sharing that experience because she's a you know, powerhouse of a vocalist and she's a, a you know a serious student you know of this music and um, I'm happy with you know building with her and I'm hoping uh, not, uh, sooner before or later maybe we can uh, get her involved in a project maybe with the bridge or just some sort of collaboration and that's that's Conan right there speaking here's Joe uh, well, I, I'm playing with a few different people at the moment. Um, Donald being one of them, which we're playing tonight, the Jazz Standard. Um, I've also been playing with uh, Donald's nephew, Christian Scott, with, with his new project, Stretch Music. I also play with uh, Dr. Lonnie Smith, and uh, recently been uh, playing on the New York scene with Jalil Shaw and picking up a few other gigs around here and there with John Ellis and Nicholas Payton and uh, Zakai Curtis, um, the Source Project. So, um, yeah, so they've been playing a lot. Here's Max. Max is going to tell you. Uh, I've been in Donald's band for nine years, and like Joe and Conton, and... Uh, also played with Christian Scott and Nicholas Payton, as well as Joe and uh, uh, great great New Orleans. Well, not just from New, great drummers from New Orleans who are uh, like leg- living legends, Shannon Powell and Herlin Riley. I've been fortunate enough to play with them recently, and uh, great guitarist from the band The Meters, Leo Nocentelli and uh, as well as different kinds of bands with like my peers in New Orleans, like a great uh, singer-songwriter named Kristen Diablo and a great jazz clarinetist named Gregory Ajit. Yeah, you guys are going to love this CD, I'm telling you. So when you get a chance, go to thebridgetrio.com, grab it. One more thing before you guys leave. I want to see if you guys can give... One thing you guys are releasing independent thing, independently, and the whole point of the podcast is to feature independent musicians. I mean, I don't care if you're, you know, what type of music or successful independent musicians and things like that. And the reason why is because I want you guys to, you know, spread the knowledge on how exactly to do this independently because it's not easy. I don't think people understand how hard it is. So go ahead and I'm going to ask you a couple questions, but what would you suggest to uh, younger bands or people that want to go ahead and release their record independently? How to go about getting the money to prepare to do something like this? Well, well, uh, as far as getting the money, uh, I think 
same as you, the way you approach music, the more creative and the smarter you are, uh, the better. And just whatever tools you have in the toolbox, you can use if you, uh, you know, if you have a decent uh, job to where you can save, save to do that. However, I'm noticing the rise of you know there are like Indiegogo campaigns, like there are self you know there are sites to where you can create goals and recruit people. And as far as you know other elements that I haven't you know seen, but uh, if you can you know, tap into your own community, say if you go to your local community center or church or your community, uh, put on a, a special benefit to say, look, this is I'm an artist, this is my project. Come up with a plan to convince people why they should support you, and if you're sincere, and eventually people will buy in and support you financially to make it work. And then at that rate, it's all on you. And then musically, what do you do? What what have you guys have? What what are some of the steps that you guys have done to keep your original sound or create your original sound? Like, what will you tell somebody that's trying to do something like that? Um, there was a a quote that I read out of Octavia Butler's um, Parable of the Sower, and there's a, a moment when she says that it, that you stumble upon truth, and I think that's kind of a, an underlying thing with this band. We're not trying to uh, be. We're not trying to create an, an idea of, you know, saying that this is who we are and all this idea of and hoopla behind a, you know chasing an idea or a brand I think we're just being ourselves and the ideas that we we stumble across are they just come out to to be original and cohesive in a, in a way and those ideas evolve we're just literally just trying to be as honest as possible to the music and I would encourage anybody to be as honest as possible and, and to stumble upon their truths that that you encounter and then also, what about uh, keeping a band or an operation going like this? Because um, it can be straining, especially myself working with Lucas, always going on tour to get the band together is difficult. How do you guys keep the band together for so long? Uh, just a lot of communication and like, you know, I think we're all, we're like lucky and, and blessed that like we play together so well and enjoy playing each other's music and have a lot of and share a lot of the same ideas about music and being a band so some of it is just kind of that we're lucky and blessed that we share the same vision but in in addition to that we have to communicate with each other and make sure that we're always doing something to for, to further the band you know because we are our own managers and booking agents and everything so it's like we we just have to talk to each other and network with people individually and then come back to each other and be like, hey, I met this person we could do this. Or, you know, call each other and say, what do you, you know, bounce ideas off of each other. So just keeping constant communication um, helps us helps us stay together. Yeah, thebridgetrio.com. Do you guys have any last things that you guys want to mention out to, to the people um, before we head over to do our gig? But I like to mention that the CD is available on iTunes, Amazon, and uh, Rhapsody, and CD Baby, and uh, some are, are, is available for streaming on YouTube, as well as um, Spotify. 
and a few other places. So, so go ahead and uh, get to your nearest computer, your nearest iPhone, iPad, and uh, pick up the record and some of your local stores in New Orleans as well. Um, I would like to add a, a thank you to uh, everyone in the community that supported us thus far, and thanks ahead of time for uh, checking out our music. Um, I think I speak for everybody when I say that you know we placed uh, a lot of you know blood, sweat, and tears into creating a musical experience that not only uh, highlight our journeys, but it's we're bringing along New Orleans and our you know experiences with the New York and people we met to make a a comprehensive uh, experience that's sincere with this music. So thank you for giving it a shot and please uh, support other people doing great music and don't be afraid to contest. We will contact us if you have any questions, concerns, or, uh, you know, musicians, if you have any help. We're, we're just, you know, an open source of you know, information that would love to help and network with people. And you can reach us, uh, you can find us at like Facebook and thebridgetrio.com. My contact information is there. So that's my closing note. Thank you. Uh, in, in all seriousness, when since you asked about uh, influences and Donald Harrison is a, is a great influence to us. Uh, he's been a great, great mentor and great teacher and he's a, uh, a, a true artist and master musician that we that we all look up to and uh, we genuinely hope everybody enjoys the music he's also on their first record so you want to pick that one up as well what's the name of the first record the first record is the self-titled uh, album the bridge trio featuring donald harrison and Devell crawford yeah it's a great record as well so pick them up get get to the bridge trio.com find your links pick up this great music and I know you're going to have a good time so wait one more thing follow us on Twitter and follow us on Instagram at the bridge trio there it goes we're going to go out with that so thanks for joining us the truth revolution podcast have a good night